This is the Wally Show podcast. To hear the live version, check us out each weekday morning through the Way FM app or at our website, wayfm.com slash Wally. The Wally Show podcast is brought to you by Colorado Christian University Online, where Wally teaches and where you can earn a degree online just like Betty Rock. You can learn more at ccu.edu slash Wally. This podcast is also brought to you by United Faith Mortgage. Let their direct lender advantage save you time and money. Uplifting Way FM. News can be a little heavy, so we like to do news-ish. Here's Betty. A mother in Missouri named Donna, she was desperate. Her son, Christian, he's a 24-year-old with Down syndrome, and he had no friends, and he stayed home in his room all day playing video games. And of course, this hurts a mama's heart. Oh, absolutely. You want to see your kids out there having fun and playing with their friends. So she decided to go to Facebook. She thought that was her only option. She made a post asking for any local young men to spend two hours twice a month with her son playing video games. She said, you won't be alone. Either I will be home or his grandpa will be home. But I will pay you $80 an hour. Wow, to play video games. That's awesome. To play video games. So the post quickly went viral with many people wanting to take her up on the offer, but wanting to do it for free. There you go. Good on you. So many people wanted to be Christian's friends. Eventually, the post was seen by a member of the nonprofit St. Louis Youth Sports Outreach. They teamed up with other donors. They were able to surprise Christian with a 65-inch flat screen TV. That's not all. They also included a new TV stand for him, a wireless sound bar, St. Louis Blues tickets, and snacks for gaming sessions. This is great news for Gavin, who is also a gamer and has no friends. (laughs) We just need to do a quick post. I only want to pay you $40 an hour to come hang out with me. No, I'd probably have to pay somebody more, but you know what? It's great. No, I love this. Like I love when people just show up and show out for, you know, people who are on the fringe or maybe kind of an outcast. That's right. fantastic. I think it goes to show that there are people that want to help yeah. others. They just don't know how. Yeah, because who would have thought of that? Right. You would have never known? known. Right. But it took the, and, uh, the, the humility, yeah, the courage, the humility of this mom to go to Facebook and ask for her son to get some friends. People were more than willing love to help that. her out. And I love seeing that too. Oh, I would totally do that. If I, I mean, like, honey, I'm going to play video games, <laughs> right. but I'm doing it for a good reason. You can't be mad. <laughs> no, exactly. What a great thing. There's like, there's like 35 husbands right, that exactly. are all like just some peace and quiet. This would be great. <laughs> I'll do this for free. I love that story. And that's a great example too. When you look at the world and you see all the hate and you see all the anger and all of this stuff, it's a really good reminder that there is goodness still here yes. and people just doing the right thing. Uplifting, Way FM. This is The Wally Show. And there was a TikTok mom who posted something recently that I think a lot of moms can identify with. And, and I'm not even a mom, but I can see it because I have a wife who's a mom. And like I see and I've heard her say things like this before. She says, the one thing about me when I was growing up, I was really fun. I was a fun person to be around. And uh, I got married to my young husband. We did so many fun things. It was great. Then we decided to start having some children. And I love them very much caveat Uh, (laughs) but uh, you know I was really overwhelmed because no one told me that you have to keep thinking literally all day and night anticipating everybody's needs and deciding when to feed everybody what to feed everybody what they have to do when they have to go 
paying bills and all of these things that get into your brain and uh, make you so you can't see. And so you become not fun anymore. Exactly. It kind of drags you down and then you don't even know what fun is anymore. Yeah, she said it made me so much less fun than I was. And then I became resentful and jealous of my husband because he was able to still be fun. Ooh. Oh, yes. no. I think a lot of women can sympathize with her. Yeah, for sure, man. Because, like, I always got to be fun dad, you know? And, mm-hmm. like, I got to swoop in. and Whereas a lot of women are thinking someone needs to be responsible, be the parent here. Yes. And if I don't do it, it's not going to get done. Yeah, and my wife would be like, yeah, well, I was the one that was always on her about her homework and the daily stuff, the not fun stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that is true. Yes, that is true. And thank you. I always say thank you. But I was the one that always did the heavy stuff. Like Mm. the big life stuff always fell on my shoulders. So I didn't get a free pass. And like I had to do the hard stuff like that too. I know. Thank you. Thank you for understanding me, Rock. I appreciate that. You know what? Let's change the topic. How has it been hard on you as a husband? No. No, no, no. You're absolutely right. No. We don't want to hear that. No. So here's the thing though. And and I think uh, Betty uh, tied into this. We were talking about this yesterday. And she was like, what are, this mom wanted to make changes. And so she did. She made conscious changes to be a more fun mom even though she still had her other stuff going on but she had to make some changes to be the mom that she wanted to be you know and and you have to make a concerted effort to do that and it's not easy Mm -hmm. be that yes mom instead of a no mom that's not easy to do Mm -hmm. and and there's a cost to it of time or Mm -hmm. energy and so i'm curious like what are the changes that you have seen yourself make in your own parenting to become maybe the parent you wanted Mm -hmm. because i think sometimes you find yourself in that situation where you're like you know i i want to make changes because i don't i want my kids to remember me in a certain right and so it's so good to reevaluate things especially when they are young because those those are the times that you can make the changes why are you laughing (laughs) this is so bad you talk about how you want to be remembered yeah my daughter and i used to play this game we lived in a small apartment when we first got uh here to way fm and uh we had this little rubber ball and we would bounce it off the wall and we would play this handball game like matt i mean it's a a thousand square foot apartment we have no room neighbors i lived in the same (laughs) Uh, 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 like a model of apartment that you were yeah. living in, okay? So yeah. that one wall yeah. by the side door. So we played like the wall ball and Marty would always get upset with us for playing this and so we renamed the game Grumpasaurus Ball. Oh, that's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> You're poor wife. I know, I know, right? And so anyway, uh, but that, but again, like that's the branding and, and like, it's, yeah. it's like she doesn't want to be Grumpasaurus, you right. know, she wants to be the, the fun mom. Right. But I think that there are plenty of parents that say, you know, I want to make a change. I want to make a change in my parenting yeah. so that my, my kids can look at me in a certain way. Exactly. So did you do that and how? 855-33-WAY-FM is the number. We'll take your call right now. we got a few minutes. 855-33-WAY-FM. Did you ever change your parenting style to become the mom you wanted to be, Caitlin? I have two boys, three and six. And I used to work full time and I decided to cut back my hours by four hours. So I would work half part time. I'm home half the time with my kids so I can actually play with them and spend time with them. And that's awesome. And boys need it, man. You know, we always talk about girls and and like, oh, you being a girl mom or a girl dad and girls need you, you know, because they, they're very emotional and things like that. Boys need a good boy mom that will have fun with them, mm-hmm. but also lay down the law with them and teach them how to be good young men. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times we put it on the girls to behave a certain way and boys should not get a pass, you mm-hmm. know. And so you being a strong 
force in their life for how women should be treated, even from the time that they're young, will pay off big for them in their relationships in the future. So that's a that's a great, healthy thing that you've done for your kids. Have you seen a difference in their personalities now that you've made this change? Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's doing, they both do wonderful. And my youngest didn't talk to anybody. He talks to people now. He's not always attached to my hip. So they swim a lot. Well, the other thing is too, when you're around more, then you can have more good interactions. When you're not, when you're working full time, and not everybody can do this. You know, it is a sacrifice. You made the sacrifice to do this. But like, then your interactions, when you're working so much, your interactions are only get your homework done, get food, get to bed, you know, kind of thing. And if you're around more, you can be more balanced, you know, and so good on you. It's a struggle to do that, but it's I think it's a good decision if you can. I'm a preschool teacher, too, so I mean, I'm always with kids. Oh, my gosh. I would lose my mind. I would not have kids <laughs> if I was a teacher. <laughs> hey, well, we appreciate you taking the time. You got a lot of stuff going on, obviously, so thanks for being on with us. Thank you. Have you ever had to do that, Maria? Absolutely. I didn't sweat the small stuff, and you should think of everything as small stuff, because sometimes as a parent, and for me, as a grandparent now, you have, is this really worth it? I can see where you would get wound up about something like they spilled milk on the floor, yes. and, and that just sends you into a blind rage, but if you change your perspective on it, and you say, you know what, ultimately, this is not a big deal, it can help you maybe laugh more instead of be angry. Exactly. I found that I was really good at not sweating the small stuff when my wife was like oh. like she would be like what is going on it's a mess I'm like honey it's not a big deal and so the byproduct of that too was I looked like a rock star dad <laughs> I'm like let's go bounce in the puddles it's fine this is great you know and, and my wife was like you're gonna catch pneumonia you know <laughs> wow yeah and, and so like there, but there were times where things would send me through the roof and she would balance me out right you know and I think that that's part of, of like being in a, a marriage is you kind of balance each other out and you don't hopefully don't throw each other under the bus that's very important (laughs) like he's doing right now (laughs) exactly it's absolutely true have you ever been in that place tammy i have actually i was married for 13 years and what i thought was gonna be the best thing ever i ended up in divorce because he was very abusive and i thought my pastor because i just I knew something wasn't right and it just wasn't working. And when he drew his fist at my oldest daughter, I knew that was the cutting line for me. So we ended up getting divorced, which is not ideal for anybody because nobody wants that. And when I was not looking for anybody, God brought this amazing man into my life and has changed me to be a better mom and honestly just a better person of myself. And he's now my husband. Well, there is that thing too, if you're not happy or you accept things in your life that aren't healthy for you, it's hard to be healthy for other people. It was definitely scary. I'm not even going to lie, but my church family is amazing. And that is honestly what helped me get through it besides God. And I think your testimony is a good example for anyone who might be going through a difficult decision on whether or not God's going to be there when they take that leap. And your story just goes to show that yes, he will provide, whether it be through a church family or bringing someone new into your life. Exactly. I thank God every day for that man that I, you know, ended up with because he has changed my life. And not only mine, he's changed my children's life to show them what a man is supposed to be in a relationship that's healthy and what they need to pursue when that time comes.
Wally fancies himself a bit of an amateur first responder. What can I say? I like to help. But you're not qualified. I would trust you more if you went to Colorado Christian University. They have degrees for working professionals who want to make a difference in this world. You know what, Rock? You're right. Maybe I should look into their campus event and organizational safety program. It's a fully online degree designed to equip you with cutting-edge but practical, timely skills to further your criminal justice career and help you protect the innocent people at places like churches and schools. Plus, the Master of Science in Criminal Justice program is 36 credit hours and it can be completed in as little as 15 months with full-time study. So start a degree in 2023 so you can do more in 2024. CCU also has a generous policy for transferring credits. In fact, you can even get a scholarship just for transferring credits. Criminal justice can be an exciting but challenging career and we need people who are not only professionals but also believers. That's why Colorado Christian University makes sure all of their courses integrate a biblical worldview. Find out more at ccu.edu. Colorado Christian University is a nonprofit impact partner committed to cultivating the mind without compromising the heart. Uplifting Way FM. We definitely need a little more of this in the world. Oh, that's how you do it, kids. <laughs> it's the Wally Show. If I had a dollar for every time Betty Rock came in to work and was like, oh my goodness, Wally, I spent four hours on TikTok last night just watching people fall and it was so great. It, it's a problem. I, I admit it. I've seen it. Yeah. I, am I going to change it? Probs not. Uh, yeah, it's easy to go down that rabbit hole and like people slip in and fall and you usually kind of laugh and you cringe on some of them but then you scroll past it. Well, there was a 72 year old Domino's delivery driver named Barbara who fell while delivering a pizza to a family. She got caught on the step. Did you see it? I saw it on TikTok. Of course you did. You were there for four (laughs) hours. How could you miss it? Uh, So she falls. Pizza goes everywhere. Then she's struggling to get up, and she's pushing herself up on this little rocking chair, and it it was horrible. And she kept apologizing. You know, she was more worried about the food than anything else. And the the dad comes running out, tries to help her, and he's like, I don't care about the food. I care about you, you know? And so this family thought, you know what? We'll do something nice for for Barbara. They set up a GoFundMe for an extra tip for Barbara, you know, expecting a few people just to kick in a few bucks. Well, 14,000 people gave. Wow. 14,000. And they raised over $250,000. So, like, literally, on average, it's about $17 a person. In, like, just a day or so, $250,000 is everybody doing a little bit. It just goes to show you that everybody doing a little bit can make a big difference Mm -hmm. for somebody. That's how Support Drive works. Coming up tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. Hey. Uh, (laughs) But anyway, um... Barbara was floored when this family told her what they had done, and it really did make an impact on her life beyond the money. She said, you know what? I almost gave up on people because there are so many people out there today, and they're just so mean. And here we are. We got people that are loving and caring. They care about someone else. They care about an elderly woman. Like, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, she's retiring. Uh, like, wow. Yeah, she got the 250 and was like, okay, I'm going to call it. But at 72, she should. Yeah, delivering pizzas in your 70s? Yeah. Like, you should only be doing that if you want to do Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And let's let's be honest, 72, I don't know you should be driving. Uh, you know? <laughs> oh, I know my grandmother at 72 should not have been on the road. <laughs> uh, Domino's uh, said they were very grateful. Really, Domino's? Why didn't you kick in some bucks, man? Oh. Like, this is a great opportunity for because she was employee of the yeah. year oh. in 2022. Oh, like, like bless. Domino's. Come on, Come man. On. You guys, you guys missed an opportunity there. So, for sure. Anyway, and I, I'd like to point out that I did not take the opportunity to make a Domino's falling joke this entire time. I'm pretty proud of myself too. So.
Thank slow you. Slow clap me. Slow clap me. There you go. That's how <laughs> okay. we do this. That's your news for this hour. Thank you. <laughs> Uplifting Way FM. This is The Wally Show. And I've talked openly and honestly before about kind of small group. And, and I struggled through a little bit of small group when we're doing like prayer requests and everything. And I and again, I understand prayer is important in our lives. It connects us with God. Uh, you know, like traveling mercy prayers just always sit weird with me. Um, and so sometimes I... I and, I'm no, I know I'm not a good person. I understand that. But sometimes, like, <laughs> my mind wanders and I miss things. Mm-hmm. Or, like, my Aunt Sal- Sally's cousin's brother's dog was hit by a car. You know, like, okay, that's sad. But, uh, you know, like, I'm like, ah, why? Uh, you know, and so the other day, our small group leader is one of the pastors at our church surprised me did something at small group with prayer that i was like oh hey you sir nicely done you got my attention you got me uh he goes what are we going to do tonight is we're going to go around the room and i want you not to do a prayer request for yourself or for you know that aunt of yours or whatever but how can we pray for your spouse and i was like wait what what I like about this is that it takes the attention off of you because yeah. sometimes people don't feel comfortable sharing personal things about themselves, but it puts the attention on someone that you love and it specifies a specific person yeah. that we want to be praying for. And I'm like, man, there's so many things. Like, she's a mess. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> no, wow. I was more worried what she was going to say about me. Yeah, right. Uh, so, but no, I really, I love this concept and maybe it's something you want to implement in your small group. It's not like we would do it every time, but it was just enough of a difference that it really landed with me. Right, because it kind of makes you think about what are those things I should be praying for for and my spouse. it made me think, man, I don't pray enough for my wife. You know, like, mm-hmm. I, I should be doing that myself more every day. Mm-hmm. You know, I have this list of people I pray for every day. Why is that not like the first and foremost, you yeah. know, and so it was a really good reset for me. Uh, and so as I thought about it, I'm like, man, what, yeah, what would I, what would I say my wife would need prayer for? And so I was like, uh, first of all, for me, that uh, she's married to me. You all know that. That's that's <laughs> one big one. Uh, but then I was like, she carries this guilt of not being enough of a great mom or not being enough of a believer for not you know, maybe sharing her faith all the time or that people have made different choices in their life and she somehow thinks she could have altered those choices had she been better for them, you know? Mm. And I'm like, that's not yours to carry. And so I, I was like, that's what I think I would want you guys to pray for her to find peace in that and realize that it's not on her, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and and I think I surprised people. They're like, what? That's great. <laughs> um, and, and for me, uh, she was like, yeah, I, I, he needs uh, work with his frustration level uh, and how, mm. and, and never at her, but just at things. I get really frustrated just in with general. life. Yeah, just yeah. angry. Um, so, so that was good. I thought it was really cool. So I am curious for you. If you were to sit in that small group like I was and, and the small group leader said, okay, what is your prayer for your spouse? I'd love to know what that is. Uh, you know, and again, this idea might be something that really changes the way you look at prayer or the way, you, you know, people pray. You hadn't thought of this before. I thought it was great. And maybe this is a good exercise for you to walk through. What would you pray for your spouse? 855-33-WAY-FM is the number. That's how you can be on the show. We love it. And you might actually give somebody the words that they need to pray for their spouse because they, they, they weren't able to figure it out. They knew they needed to, but they couldn't like get it down. And you sharing your story might be just the encouragement they need. So 855-33-WAY-FM is the number. So Desiree, what is the prayer you would have someone or yourself pray for your spouse? 
I do have a boyfriend, and if I were to ask for prayer, I would ask for prayer about his children. They're both suffering from some severe anxiety issues at the moment. So that would be one thing and for him to know how to deal with those. Yeah, that's a good thing because you care about him and his relationship with his kids. If it's not good or he's stressed, then that can affect <laughs> your relationship. And so, yeah, asking that's God for that peace and the wisdom of how to help them is a really great prayer. I love that. Thank you, Desiree. Thank you, guys, very much. All right, Tracy, you're up. What is that prayer you would pray for your spouse? Well, I want a prayer for my fiancé, actually, that he will have um, curiosity and wonder about what the modern church is because he hasn't been to church in years, and his um, upbringing was very strict. Uh, They didn't watch TV, even though he's just now in his late 50s, and that it was shoved down his constantly at school. So he has faith, but he had like a super legalistic faith? He has faith. He knows the Bible very well. But, you know, I believe in going to church and recharging your spiritual batteries and fellowshipping with other Christians and stuff like that. And he just doesn't know that type of experience. And I would want that for him. You know, I don't push him or anything, but he allows me to do my own thing. We do talk about God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit, and it's been great so far, but I would just want a little bit more. Absolutely. You know what? You can be a gentle guiding force in that, though, too. My wife was that for me. I walked away from my faith, and she was really great at kind of getting me back into my faith. And then look at this. I'm on a Christian radio station (laughs) all these years later. Boy, she's really good. I didn't realize how good she was. So, Kia, what would your prayer for your spouse be? Um, I pray for his confidence. He's such a strong leader, and um, he's a good decision maker, and he's very good at teaching people. He shows these qualities at work with ease, with no problem. But at home, he has a huge issue with doing that. In a, in a past relationship, he was, it was very verbally abusive for him, where he told he wasn't good enough. He was told that his decisions were never good, um, and, it, and it really tainted his view of, of who he was as a father. And so now in our relationship, I just want him to know like, hey, you, you are good enough and your decisions are good and God is using you to to guide our family. I think it's fascinating that he can do that at work, but he struggles with that at home. And there's an element of this that I actually understand because you see all of his bad too, you know? And so as a guy, you think, okay, she knows all of this. So anything I'm doing is going to seem kind of hypocritical because five minutes ago, I was not the best version of myself, you know? And I think that plays (laughs) into our leadership at home uh, with our families. And so you just continuing to build him up, I think can make a world of difference because we do care about what our wife thinks probably more than anybody else in the world. And I had to look at me too because I was raised in a household where we, my mom critiqued us in an effort to help us on what we messed up or could have done better. And so I thought like, oh, if I'm helping him and telling him, hey, you might want to try this instead or try doing <laughs> this or you should have done that. Uh, like, um, in my mind, I'm helping, right? Yeah. And then oh, I had to realize, yeah. no, I'm not. I'm not helping. I'm doing what was done in a previous relationship just in a nicer tone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's not helping at all. Because Guys don't see not it as helping. All. Guys see it as nagging, you know? And so <laughs> it, 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 it's true, but it's good that you recognize that so you can better craft your guidance. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've gotten a lot better on me and just recognizing what I can do to help him and things that I have that were hindering him and, and allowing God to change those things in me. Oh, good. So you realized it was your fault. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of it was my fault. <laughs> Kia, uh-uh. No, no. <laughs> hey, Kia, thank you so much for helping us out today with this and having this conversation. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome. Thank you guys for the opportunity to share. Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show, and actor Kelsey Grammer. He, you know, starred in Cheers and Frasier. He's in the new Irwin Brothers faith-based film Jesus Revolution, and it's cool to see him making the rounds on TV on like Ryan and Kelly or Live with Kelly and Ryan Seacrest. Uh, and they play a clip of the movie on their show live, which I think is really cool. If you feel like you're misunderstood and judged. This is where you belong. If you feel ashamed or trapped in something you've done or are doing, you will find forgiveness and freedom right here. from Jesus Revolution. Tell us about it. It's a nice movie. Yeah, it looks beautiful. I mean, you're tearing up. I see you getting emotional. (laughs) Yeah, and that was kind of foreign to them. They're like, wait, what is going on with you, man? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, it's a good movie, but why are you, like, getting choked up and tearing up? Because actors always go on to promote the movie they're in. But Kelsey was a surprise for me with how emotional he got when he was trying to talk about why he ended up doing this movie. I, I, I love this movie. Yeah. I really love it. And when, my, when we first saw the first cut, uh, we sat down in our home and, and Kate saw it. She said, oh my God, it's the best thing you've ever done. She started crying. <laughs> but uh, he's, uh, he's a man looking for his own faith and finds it as well. Uh, a man whose church is empty and he can't get uh, traction. And he's starting to think he's going to be fired from his job as a pastor. And uh, uh, this hippie comes into his life. And he finds new purpose and uh, started a movement that is still still going. And as a man, like when you see another man who is respected for their faith, I think it's very powerful. It is for me. Like, it's like, wow, that's that, that yeah. moves me, you know. And Kelsey, just talking about Chuck Smith, he's the pastor who started Harvest Church and the guy that this movie Jesus Revolution is about. And, and the difference that he saw Chuck or in, in the difference that Chuck made in people's lives as they would tell him things as he was doing this role, it again moved him to tears. Uh, the number of people who came up uh, and said, oh, you're playing Chuck Smith. Oh, I, I listen to him all the time. Or uh, they say, uh, I was baptized by Chuck Smith. Uh, you can see this light in their eyes. And, you know, I want to do something worthwhile. Um, I want to also do something that uh, has a significance, hopefully, that might resonate further. And uh, I said, yeah, I really need something. Because I was at a bit of a crossroads myself, thinking, oh, you know, what do you do now? And... Um, the script came the next morning. I read it and I said, okay, I'm doing this. You know, just seeing your emotion talk about it will make so many people want to see it. Thank you so much for coming yeah. on. It's great to see you as always. I mean, exactly. He even moved a robot like Seacrest, you know? And so, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like when you see somebody that's humble before God, 
it 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 moves you and so the the power that he saw this man's life have in other people it moved him and you hear him i'm in a crossroads in my own life and looking for something and it landed with him mm-hmm. and that's so powerful and it was weird though as they wrapped up that i watched kelsey's face and it looked like he was thinking that i hadn't promoted this movie well because he didn't get all the lines out that i'm sure he had gotten through right because he got choked up and mm-hmm. as a man you kind of get embarrassed about yes. those things yeah. and, and he didn't hit all the copy mm-hmm. points maybe you know but i I have to say that his emotion was far better than any words he could have thrown at this. And I think he did make a, a difference. So there you go. That's Kelsey Grammer in the new Irwin Brothers faith-based film, Jesus Revolution. It's out February 22nd if you want to go see it. I've already seen it. I thought it was absolutely amazing. I'll never forget taking my first compassion trip, and we went to Ghana, Africa. When we got there to the site, there was this little girl. She was six years old. I later found out her name was Vivian, and she would not let go of my hand. She followed me everywhere I went on that site. And later, I got to uh, meet her family. I met her mother and her siblings, and they all lived in this little mud hut. I mean, it wasn't big at all. And when I looked at Vivian, she had the biggest smile on her face face and she was just happy to be there just happy to be with us and it made such an impact in my life that I wanted to sponsor her right then and there (laughs) because of my sponsorship for Vivian through compassion I'm able to write letters back and forth with her I'm now getting updated photos and now I think she's even taller than me which is crazy to think but I'm also able to see how my sponsorship is providing the food clean water and other support that she needs and her family needs to live the best life possible And I can only imagine now with the pandemic, war and weather disasters, there are so many other families like Vivian's who are dealing with hunger. So maybe you want to make an impact and sponsor your own Vivian. Just click the compassion banner when you go to wayfm.com. Uplifting Way FM. Stories that accentuate the positive. It's the Wally Show. All right, Gavin, what you got? If you're married or in a relationship, for that matter, uh, or in any relationship, for that matter, the odds are you're going to run into disagreements that might even lead to fights, which no one wants, but that's just part of life. But whatever your most recent fight was, I found two people who made the news recently who might make you feel a little bit better about whatever was done or said between you. So there's this Pennsylvania couple who recently told their story about how 40 years ago, the wife hired a teenage hitman What to do uh, what hit men do. Okay, thank, um, you, thank, thank you for sanitizing that. <laughs> directed <laughs> at what hit him? men do. <laughs> this was directed what does he at... Do? They end yeah, to yeah. end Un- things. Unlife somebody. Yeah. Uh, like like the husband? The husband. No. The stories they say that there were five failed attempts. Oh my god. Including like bats and cars. Well, okay, and that's enough. All this nonsense. And so you actually fast forward to today. That is this insane. couple is still together. <laughs> and when they made the news, they recently kind of shared a reflection on what that time was like in their life. <laughs> I don't think I was thinking straight. Yeah. It was like a love-hate kind of a thing. And then we both cry and uh, we say to each other, you know, for now on, let's talk. Let's communicate better. Yeah. Something that we should have done before. Hey, you know what? Let's just get there. Let's just talk a little before we hire a hitman. Like, what in the world? You know what, though? That's simple advice. Like, yeah. maybe you find yourself constantly being angry at someone. Yeah. Maybe just more open communication could help the problem. Well, marriage counseling, I guess. It's fascinating to me that they're still together after all this time and that 
You talk like, about forgiveness. Yeah, like that's a pretty big thing. Also, you, ah, you, she's just fiery. If you're falling asleep under the same roof, oh yeah, I, you know you're taking your eyes off of her. I mean, I yeah. don't know if I, I want to. I don't sleep well for forty years, you know. <laughs> but I guess like the longer you've been together, you just kind of forgive each other. Yeah. Like, oh, that's just them. <laughs> well, that was one of the things they were saying was like preaching forgiveness in this scenario. And there are some things in life that I think are like super fine and easy to forgive. Yeah. I'm sure that this one took some time. Yeah, you got to work through that one or you're super codependent. But there you go. Well, maybe maybe if nothing else today, <laughs> you go, yeah, I'm in, I'm in a, a relationship that's struggling. You hear this and you go, ah, maybe it's not that bad. <laughs> you know, we can work on it. We, we definitely have a leg up on these two. <laughs> Why are we wasting our time with these old people anyway? Do you just call me old? Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show. Going to play a little famous ages here. We will pick some celebrities or well-known personalities and try to stump each other with their ages because I'm always surprised at how old or young somebody is. And then you need to pay attention and write down the actual age they are when it's revealed. You add all three of the ages together and you can win a prize. I am curious because we've talked about this person before and I'm not, this is not mine, but I'm just curious because I almost went with them and I think it was a good decision not to. Uh, I was going to go with my best friend, Ryan Reynolds. Um, and, mm. and I'm curious, how old would you have said Ryan Reynolds was? Mm, 42. No, mm. not, might, might not have been too bad. I think I would have gone a, like a smidge higher yeah i think he's 46 okay i'm really glad i didn't do that one again not my 47 so because oh. yeah. okay, we're trying yeah, to get yeah. golf scores here okay let so, me write that down real and quick. i and i probably just messed this up like because now someone's writing down ryan reynolds don't write that down that's my fault i'm sorry i should be better at this job okay <laughs> i've confused the issue i've muddled things up here all right so lady rock let's start with you oh, we'll just okay. clean the palette okay so i'm gonna go with someone i love to do an impression of oh. because i kill at it oh the one and only no. aaron neville oh, okay <laughs> I don't know much, <laughs> but I know I love you. You do such a good job. Yeah, she is here good go, at Aaron Neville. That may be all I need to know. Yeah, that's, that is a spot on Aaron Thank Neville. You. Nicely Thank you. done. Man. I really, like, we've talked about him, but I really actually have never, like, You've never seen Googled him, him or seen him. Yeah. So I've got to base it off of. Just he seemed when he had that hit. He seemed ancient to me. Like I, he already seemed like he was old. You're to giving me. a lot of clues to Gavin. I'm he doesn't know when that hit was. No, I have no idea. I've, uh, I've got the number in my head. I'm going to stick with it. Probably losing because of it. Okay, I got mine down. Gavin, yeah. what did you say? I said 57. Oh, you're way Am off. Uh, You've got to be way, way <laughs> no. off. I said 71. No. 71. How Maybe old is Aaron? Have Neville? him be in the middle. Well. Uh, He's 82. Oh, no. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> Apparently, wow. we don't know much. I'm, I'm already gone. Yeah, so that's going to be hard to come back 11, from. So you've got 11, and Gavin has 25. It's be hard to come I back from. I have zero. I know. So, okay, so that's Woo. number one. Now, here we go. we got two more to do. We're going to do those in 10 minutes, but write down Aaron Neville. Forget I said anything about Ryan Reynolds. Who? Just, Ryan Reynolds? No. How old was he? Just No, stop. <laughs> just Aaron Neville. And what was the age again? 82. 82. Write down 82, okay? Just focus on that, and then we will Ryan finish up this game. No, in 10 minutes here on The Wally Show. Why are we wasting our time with these old people anyway? Did you just call me old? Uplifting, Way FM. This is The Wally Show. So we've done round one. If you're paying attention in that segment, you know the first person for famous ages. Now we have two more people to go, and when we reveal their actual age, 
If you add them all together, you can win a prize. So be listening very carefully because we try to stump each other with the ages of well-known celebrities. Gavin, you're uh, losing right now pretty oh, heftily. Getting uh, smoked. I know, but who are you putting up? This could turn the tide for you. I think it has a chance of doing that. I am really into golf right now. Okay. So I went with the godfather of uh, golf. Yes. And that is Jack Nicklaus. Jack Nicklaus. So, oh, the that golden is bear. Not fair. He is a legend. Half the time you pick somebody yes. I have never heard oh. of. Yeah, you which do. Is that, but just, that's your fault. Uh, no. I'm just young. You this pick, is me going after you for well, not then, knowing sports. Well, then this is me being a girl. I don't care. What, I'm being emotional? I'm, that's not what <laughs> no. I'm saying. Irrational? No. <laughs> You're, if anyone were to vote who was the most irrational person in this room... You would win sure. by far. We'll go with that. All right, so you Jack Nicholas. I'm going to write, I'm gonna write mine down, yeah. and she's going first. Yeah, yes. you're going first. Uh, okay, I got my answer down. 78. I don't think that's horrible. Oh, good, because no. I, I have no idea. Horrible. I, I went 83. Oh, good job. He is 83. No, he's not. <laughs> what? I got it right on the money? You did. That is insane. But Betty... Not so far off. Like your guess yeah, was I'm really good. I'm for still in the lead. Really good for the game. Yeah, but that okay. helped me out a little bit, getting it right on the so, money. So that's like, and, and I can get no more points because no. I'm up to mine. What is the point break? Betty needs to be within six points for her to tie okay. or to win. If she gets less than that. Oh, this is tough because don't you change your oh, wait. person. Uh, I don't. Well, I had two people written down. I wasn't no. sure to go with. That's you can't so lame. Do that. that is cheating. Okay, I'm gonna. Here's what, okay, stop. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna write a number by each of these people. One and two. Oh my god. You, pick, no. you say one or two. One or two. 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 All right. You're gonna win. Uh, how old is Good Morning America uh, host Lara Spencer? Hmm. Oh, she's the one with the dog. Yeah, so during COVID, that was so annoying. Yes. She stayed at home for like an extra couple years uh, and then just had her dogs on the show with her every day. <laughs> it like, drove you crazy for a really odd reason. I, it was just it was just pretentious. Like, <laughs> put your dogs away and do your so job. I'm the girl in the situation. I, I'm the one that's dramatic. You know okay. what? I see it now. <laughs> um, I'm go- Do you have your, your guess, Gavin? Yeah, I do. Okay, I'm going to say 47. Ooh. Okay. I went with uh, 46. Oh, Which, 46. again, I'm out of this. Okay. So it doesn't matter. What did uh, Betty Rock need? She needed six or less to tie six her win. Six or less. Lara Spencer Uh-oh. is 50. No, she's not. Three <gasps> years young. I got her by one wait, point. Wait, wait, You missed it by no, one point. we tied. Point. We tied. That means I won. <laughs> yes. No. That means you won if we tied. Because tie no, goes to the person. No, it, no, you just made that up, That's too. louder. Ty goes to the loudest. <laughs> Man alive. I had that thing lost uh, from earlier, and I came back to win it. That's no, huge. No, or, or to tie it. Fine. Whatever. Okay. So you have Lara Spencer at 53. You have Jack Nicholas at 83. And then uh, you have to add that to uh, Betty's person that she put up. If you can do that right now, add all their ages together, you'll win a prize. 855 855- 33-WAY-FM. That's 855-33-WAY-FM. Why are we wasting our time with these old people anyway? Did you just call me old? 
Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show. Doing a little famous ages. We have Brayden and Ephraim on with us here. Uh, how are you guys doing today? Doing good. All right. So now you've heard all the people for famous ages. You heard uh, Lara Spencer. You heard Jack Nicholas and Betty Rocks. Aaron Neville. Aaron Neville. <laughs> so how old are all of those people when you add them together? We got 218. 218 is Absolutely right. Nicely done. You guys listened well, and you've added even better, and now you are winners. Awesome. So now we like to guess the age of our contestants. So, Wally, who are we going with? I'd say Ephraim. Ephraim, what is your favorite song? Um, It would probably be White Horse by Skillet. Oh, nicely done. Ephraim has great taste in music, too, by the way. Like yeah, going with but, some is an, but is he an oldish soul? No, because a lot of kids are listening to older music now and stuff, mm. and so his dad has taught him well to I- introduce him to Skillet. Mm. Uh, and Ephraim's voice was a little lower than I was expecting. I'll be I'm honest gonna with you. I'm going to say 13. I'm going to say Ephraim is 13. All right. I'm going, uh, I went with 12. I okay. thought Ephraim was 12. Okay. Uh, Ephraim, uh, who was closer? Um, you're closer with 12. I'm actually turning 12 in, like, less than a month. Nice! Wow! All I'm right. on fire! First I won the game, no, now I got... No, you didn't win the game! I we think tied! I won. <laughs> Ephraim, if we tied, who would you say won that, me or Betty? Uh, you. a boy. E- See? No. Ephraim's the Hang best. Up. This Hang is why up. I like this kid. Nope. <laughs> well, congratulations, you guys. We appreciate you listening uh, to The Wally Show, and we appreciate you being on with us for Famous Ages. All right, thank you. Way FM, this is the Wally Show, and Gavin's bladder <laughs> in the size of it has been a topic of conversation for quite a few well, years. Just here. because when there's, t- I mean, there are times where we can't find him. Yeah, and yeah. it's always because he's in the bathroom. Yeah, and normally, stereotypically, you would expect that of Betty, but Betty rocks a camel. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so, like, Gavin put oh. what could put any woman to shame. Yeah, and so I do. Yeah, you do, and you do it well. But so we've Thank always you. kidded around about that. And the other day, I had come across this AI program, and so uh, it will write poem. You can have it write poems for you. And so we asked it to write a love poem from a guy with a tiny bladder. And what it came up with, I was surprised about how genius it was. If you don't know what it is, Chatbot is an artificial intelligence program that will write whatever you ask it to. You give it a prompt and it will write it and it's a computer doing it. Total artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. So I wrote a prompt for Gavin, a love poem from a person with a tiny bladder. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Though my bladder may be small, my love for you is standing tall. In the line for the restroom, I may be, but my heart is always there with thee. That's right. (laughs) I'll sprint to the toilet and make it quick so I can be back with you, my love, my pick. For though my bladder might be a little shy, my love for you will never run dry. I love that the computer even had a sense of humor about Gavin's bladder. It crushed it. Right, and it did better than any of us could do if we had been put to the task with writing a a, a poem about a little bladder. Yeah, that last line was absolutely beautiful. Uh, Betty Rock uh, has posted it, and uh, you can get the video. Plus, we have a link 
for the uh, program that we use. If you want to have fun with this with your friends and right. ask it, ask the AI to come up with different things for you. Right, to make your own poem yeah. as well. Just text the word bladder to 91979 <laughs> and we will send you the link. Yes, that word is bladder to 91979. Poor Gavin. I just I, There's a point at which I'm going to feel bad about this one day. When is that? I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Betty Rock, does the name Lonnie Frisbee mean anything to you? Not really. Well, it didn't to me either until I saw the new Irwin Brothers film, Jesus Revolution. It's that one that's like faith-based, and it's not the usual like faith-based film. Yes, it's a movie that tells the faith story of Pastor Greg Laurie after meeting this hippie preacher named Lonnie Frisbee. And what's cool is it's kind of all true. It was set in the 60s and 70s during the Jesus movement. And I'm telling you, Rock, you would absolutely love the soundtrack. It's really good. Your dad raised you on that stuff. <laughs> what did you like about the movie? I liked that the movie's about a guy searching for identity and inclusion and truth. And even though it's set in the 70s, man, it's exactly what people are looking for today. And the answer is Jesus. It's the same then as it is now. And I also really liked that it didn't paint a perfect picture of the church either. Really? Yeah, like it showed men's egos kind of getting in the way of God, and it showed the intolerance of people inside of faith. But it also showed that despite that, if we just get out of the way, revival is possible. So what did you not like about the movie? That I wasn't in it. Uh, like that bothered me a little bit. I got to tell you, the Irwins, uh, they cast Kelsey Grammer and he's great. They got Jesus from The Chosen. I mean, that's a great get, but they could have had me for a whole lot less. But in the end, man, I really thought it was a great movie. Well, if you want to check it out and hopefully enjoy it as much as Wally did, it opens in theaters on February 22nd. Oh, I hate goodbyes, but there's still more fun to be found through our YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Just search Wally Show. Don't forget to join our exclusive potty Facebook group. You can find the link in the description of this podcast. And thanks to Colorado Christian University Online and United Faith Mortgage for supporting what we do.